When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, before we start this video, it was really hard finding any actual images of Beldorian. There's like only a couple, so you'll see them reused a lot in this video. But I just didn't want to use any fan art in case anyone has like an issue with that or something. So that's the reason why, you know, there's uh, the same recurring image over and over again because we don't have that many of him. But anyways, I hope you enjoy this one about the huts. This is a new series. I'm going to cover all the huts, even the ones that uh, many people don't know about. So uh, let's get to it. Enjoy the video. Oh, and hit like if you can. Thanks. Hey guys, welcome back to another video. Today we're going to cover another hut, and this is Beldorion, the Dark Jedi Hut. Now, huts weren't entirely evil, no matter what some of the galaxy's residents would say about them. But it seemed whenever murder or enslavement were the easiest solutions to their problems, the Outer Rim beings never hesitated in choosing those easier, more vile methods. So it was quite a shock to all involved when a young hut by the name of Beldorion found himself recruited to the Jedi Order. Although Although he began his training earnestly and tried to adhere to the light side, somewhere along his journey, young Beldorion felt the tug of the dark side. In the end, he failed in his quest to become a Jedi Master and instead became a Dark Lord, ruling over a distant world just like the ancient Sith, Freedon Nad, had done 4,000 years earlier. Perhaps it was simply Beldorion's fate to fall. After all, the culture of the Huts was entrenched in the selfish philosophy of Kajidic. If you laid down those ancient teachings alongside the lore of the first Sith, you'd have a hard time telling the difference between the two. Or perhaps it was something more nefarious. A dark essence of the world of Namchorios exposed the darkness within him. I suppose that's what we'll be discussing today, and we will follow the life and death of Beldorion the Hut, a dark Jedi of the Republic. Beldorion's home planet was the world of the Huts, Nalhada. Here, the Hut clans and the Grand Hut Council had controlled their empire from the shadows for thousands of years. Orbiting around the world was the brightly illuminated moon of Narshada, known to most as the Smuggler's Moon. It was home to some of the most ruthless criminals in the galaxy. By the time of Darth Sidious's ascendance as Emperor, vicious bounty hunters like Dengar of Corellia and Boba Fett regularly used Narshada as a frequent base of operations, and a powerful hut known as Gracchus, which you may remember in a previous video, commanded a mighty arena that even saw Luke Skywalker once fight as a contender. But well before Palpatine ever rose to power, nearly five centuries in fact, Beldorion was recruited to the Jedi Order, and like most students of the era, he began his training on the core world of Coruscant at the main temple, much like Anakin. If we think about Beldorion's contemporaries at the time, it's hard to forget that Master Yoda, already a grandmaster in the Order, was alive and busy training younglings. But more important than naming the names of Jedi of the time, it's important to remember that this was during the Great Peace of the Republic. For nearly a thousand years, the Galactic Republic had lived without a great conflict, ever since the New Sith Wars ended in the Battle of Rusan, which makes Beldorion's eventual fall to the dark side all the more shocking. We know that eventually, after Beldorion was shown the relatively primitive world of Nam Chorios, he would allow the dark side to consume him. But in his early days as a Jedi Padawan, he faithfully fulfilled his duties. Even in the great physical 
feats at the temple, Baldorion didn't allow his awkward, slug-like body to hold him back. Through the Force, he developed massive muscles all around his body, looking far more like Gracchus the Hutt than typical slobbish crime lords like Jabba. During his time as an apprentice, Baldorion got a chance to travel around the galaxy. Hoping to own his students' ability in the Force, Baldorion was escorted from world to world by his master, learning new tricks as he went. On one occasion on the homeworld of the wolf-like Defil, Baldorion was forced to listen to the Force in order to sense his surroundings. The Defil's planet, Afel, orbited an ultraviolet sun and didn't receive visible light waves that most sentients of the planet needed in order to see. A perfect training ground for an apprentice who relied too much on his guile and sheer size to overcome challenges. Eventually, Baldorion took part in the Trials of Knighthood. In order to climb the rank of the Order, Baldorion had to pass a series of five tests, one of skill, one of flesh, one of courage, one of insight, and finally, a test of spirit. Much like the ancient Jedi, Zane Carrick, had undergone on the moon above Terrace, Baldorion himself had to face these tests, and he succeeded. He became a full-fledged Jedi Knight and served the Jedi Council. But during his missions, Baldorion would eventually be ordered to travel to Namchorius, a desolate planet that would claim the hut Jedi's soul. There, Baldorion sensed something, something hidden, a power emanating from the planet. After only a short while on Namchorius, Baldorion decided that he'd like to stay there. Deep in the Outer Rim, far away from the scrutiny of Republic Senators and other Jedi, Baldorion thought that he could stay on this world forever and make himself its king. The planet was sparsely populated, with various human settlements set up from refugees, prison camps, and wayward off-worlders through the years. Besides the parasitic bugs known as the Drok, there wasn't much that could rival Baldorion's power. And with the Tzil, living crystals that could amplify force powers and aid even weak force adepts, to produce mighty force storms, Baldorian was truly unstoppable in his new home. As a hut, he was formidable, but as a dark Jedi dictator, he was unstoppable. Baldorian ruled the planet for centuries, indulging in the dark side of the force. He cruelly subjected the natives to slavery or created complicated terms for deals that forced them into servitude because they couldn't pay back the debts. In practice, much of Baldorian's rule followed the harsh tenets of his hut forefathers on Nalhata. Even though he certainly was a dark Jedi at the time, as we mentioned earlier, it's really hard to distinguish which of his decisions as king were based on hut culture and which were based on the twisted effects of the dark side. On his private world of Namchorios, Beldorion would outlive both the rise and fall of Sidious's galactic empire. But when a member of the New Jedi Order, a knight from the planet of Chad, was kidnapped by Baldorion, the Dark Jedi alerted the rebuilt Order to his presence. This prompted Leia and Luke to search the planet for their fellow Jedi. In the end, Baldorion faced Leia in a lightsaber duel, but he was surprised by how weak he had become through the centuries. Perhaps his abilities in the Force were reduced from the parasitic Drock, a being named Zim who had helped through the years. Whatever the case might have been, when he ignited his purple lightsaber in combat against the second most powerful powerful Jedi in the galaxy, Baldorion found himself unready. With a quick slash across his belly, Leia slayed Baldorion, putting an end to his cruel four-century reign. So when we look at the legacy of Baldorion the Hutt, 
it's hard to find any silver lining to his life. At first, he seemed to be an odd choice for a Jedi Padawan. After all, the Hut species were infamously greedy and malevolent. By choosing a Hut, the early Jedi might have been practicing their own philosophy of not judging others by appearance, as Master Yoda would reiterate to Luke while training on Dagobah in The Empire Strikes Back. But what began as a hopeful beginning for the Huts in the Jedi Order ended in much the same way that most Hut lives do. After Beldorion amassed enough power, he used it to prey on those weaker than him, going as far as to enslave an entire planet. That is, of course, until his untimely demise, or timely demise, at the hands of Leia Skywalker. Hope you enjoyed this video about Beldorion the Hut. Let me know what other Huts you would like for me to cover in a video, and if there's anything I left out about Beldorion, if he is your favorite character, because I know some of you love these more unknown characters that uh, are kind of odd, to be honest, but really cool. Please leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it, and I'll catch you all in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.